0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, (laughs) Episode 64, Weekend Edition. And we're going to start off uh, with a bunch of books here. But before we go on, I want to tell everybody that we have a website that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. We also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weirdscience where you can go and get the Marvel spotlight and it looks like next week's spotlight the one that we would have on Wednesday will be uh the Invaders it seems like that might yeah, be Yeah, running it. away with it again. Yeah, so I think that we're going to be doing that though. I I did say that coming up in a couple weeks we may even have to do two books on the spotlight cuz a bunch of books are coming out that we actually do but we'll see how that goes but the last week The one that we just got done, we did do Spider-Man, The Life Number 1. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Life Story. Life Life Story. story. Yes. so we're here to talk about a bunch of books tonight. And I will tell you, uh, when we had our show on Thursday night, I was not in a good mood. I was not (laughs) enjoying the books that we read. I felt lost in almost every one of them. And it's like night and day. I started reading these books tonight. And I like almost every one. Pretty yeah. much, I, I not even almost every one. I like every one that we have. You know, there's my differing degrees. My worst score
1: will be my best score tonight. Yeah, or, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, the other yeah, night, yes. yes yeah, yes. I'm That's actually – I mean. That's what I meant.
0: I'll tell you, I don't think that – and this is a shock. We're going to talk about five books. I don't think I'm going under a seven-five. five. That, that would be my least – and I may not even go under an 8 by the time we get done talking about these, Uh, which is crazy. But yeah, this is the thing I said to you after the Thursday night show, that I'm sick of talking about books that I don't like yeah. and that we were going to end that- up –
1: I, I think that tends to happen to us on the weekend show well, anyway. We we can pick and choose. Well, a that's the thing. The Wednesday the ones are the blind. big ones.
0: Yeah, the the big ones we kind of have to. There are a couple that we kind of make ourselves talk about, uh, which is weird too. Because Thor probably should have been on the, the Thursday show. I keep wanting to call it the Wednesday show, but Thor's a pretty big book going yeah. into the War of the Realms, and we didn't talk about that and i have not been you know too hip on thor going into this war of the realms i actually like this issue this week uh mainly because it's just kind of getting ready for the Re- uh, war of the realms and it kind of catch caught me up to a bunch of things and i didn't mind it and, and like a lot of these tonight uh you do have a venom book that's heading into the war of the realms you know you have some other things going on but they i like the selection of books that we have i'll just say right now what we're talking about today. Tonight is going to be Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, Venom, Thor, uh, Miles Morales, Spider Man, and Wolverine, Infinity Watch. And yeah, I pretty much liked every one of them, yep. you know, varying degrees, but had All some fun. With them. Too, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, it's going to be funny. We're going to start with Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, and then by the time we get to like a Miles, I like Spider Man and Miles there just to kind of have some fun. And yep. then the others are a little more important and things like that. But uh, the one that shocked me the most is actually Wolverine Infinity Watch, where I ended up reading I've been the first it too. one. I
1: was afraid my my words might come to yeah, bite. Yeah, well, no, uh, well, that was <laughs>
0: the thing. I, I ended up having to read both issues. And luckily I read that first issue. It got me caught up right away. And yep. I actually have some fun. I actually had fun with that as well. Um, but we're going to start with Venom. It's funny too because we we've loved or actually we're starting with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I have I was going to say Venom is like the book that we have really loved. It may be my least favorite of all of these tonight, and I still yeah. really liked it. But we're going to start with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number four, which is odd. doesn't seem like we've had four issues of this book yet, but we do. Uh And it is Mother of Exiles part four, written by Tom Taylor, Juan Cabal on art, Douglas Franchin as the finisher. He's the finisher. <laughs> know, yeah. Nolan Woodward as the color artist like and VC's Travis in baseball, Lanham. I guess, yeah, yeah, I believe that's what it is. It's the Mariano Rivera has come into play. Uh, I, It's the art finish. And Imagine I'll tell Juan you,
1: Cabal's our arm got tired by page well, 17 here. Here's he's the like, thing. come on, Doug. I love, I love
0: Juan Cabal. Uh, you can tell that this was something that might have been a little rushed. The art's still good; yeah. it just seemed a little off to he what spent he spent all day on that spread page. Couple, yeah, it's funny too. Days. There's a couple things going on in this that I love actually that are very, probably. very unique and very cool. The spread page where he's, you know, the shots are ringing was awesome yep. in here. But I also like the little aside where he's discussing uh, what he did on the under New York you know, the under York, and it's the video game thing, like a a Donkey Kong thing going on. I really, I really thought that that was funny. I really liked it. I put two
1: preview pages in the review on the website. And I made sure even though I skipped one in between that page made it in there.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I thought that it was funny, especially because he's talking to you know, he's talking to Johnny there. And it's just fun. You know, that, that's the deal. Uh But yeah, we'll go into this. Uh Aunt May's been trying to reach Peter, but he hasn't been in the apartment. He left Johnny Storm there to watch some kids, the son and daughter of Peter's neighbor, Leilani, while Spider-Man rescues their mom from the super subterranean city of Under York. Helping Spider-Man on his quest is another of Peter's neighbors, Marnie, apparently a.k.a. the superhero The Rumor. She's familiar with Under York from its long past golden age before an uh, uh, isolationist mayor closed off the city. After a confrontation with her father, Kidnapper, the current leader of Under York, Lonnie is back on the surface, but Spider-Man is worse for wear. Exhausted and nursing a gunshot wound, Spider-Man has to get ready for the revenge of the Under Yorkers. And that's what we were waiting for. We were waiting for, you know... They ended up swinging up. If you remember, Peter ended up grabbing them and kind of climbing up the miles that they said it was. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we were like, these under-Yorkers are going to come. And in my mind, this kind of spelled out a little more of what's going on. I mean, even that blurb of, like, the mayor and leader of under-York, this father of Lalani, He's an isolationist. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't, didn't really, really get, all get all that, A lot it. of things, like, uh, it seemed odd before because you're like, under-York, like, how would they not know about this and whatever? It's they kind up- of ex- Explained. they but, end up
1: yeah spelling out the one part that's most important which is basically that the, his isolationism has basically caused them to be forgotten and, and not feared anymore yeah, up yeah. here so that's ultimately what gets him in which trouble and i like that act.
0: and also with that too though you get that he has or this under york they have an ongoing deal not just with fisk because we see fisk being there as the current mayor of new york knows about him yeah it seems like it's like once you become mayor of new york they're like okay yeah they're like let's go all the dirty secrets you get that book (laughs) that they always say that the president has even
1: where he finds out if aliens are real or not everything
0: yeah yeah so you end up with the book and there is a kind of a treaty going on uh it's funny though because like you said by the end it's one of those like you know, nobody is afraid of you anymore because we don't know you. And you even have a homeless guy in the neighborhood. They all kind of join together. And I thought that that was a pretty cool kind of bookend a bit to this story. of yeah, You have a friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. And in the meantime, the neighborhood is helping Spider-Man. Even the to, Like two to, of them were yeah, just Yeah, the bombs. one he's like, I didn't recognize that guy. He's homeless. But yeah, other than that, you don't get a ton of more info like i said it's just the hey under york they have a yeah. deal they come well, up the dad the one comes up The
1: we get otherwise is uh, to something else going on is it doesn't seem like spider-man's cop friend is dirty necessarily no. like we we're maybe thinking but no, everyone think else is. is
0: yeah <laughs> everybody well here's the deal everything else is but it's pointed towards the idea that the city has a deal with these under Yorkers. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not out. even just like, hey, we're not going to go there because we're on the take or whatever. It seems like they do have diplomatic immunity. It's funny. The guy comes out, uh, Lilani's dad comes out and he has, you know, this golden, you know, loudspeaker deal, the megaphone. He's like, everybody here, they have trespassed, but nobody knows who this is. They're, no. they're just like, who are you? Peter ends up and Spider-Man ends up, steals the thing and just starts <laughs> yelling. And I do like the the spread pages are great. You have yes. Spider-Man going, and I like the idea that he's dodging bullets through this whole deal with these orange guys that we already saw can beat yeah. the crap out they're of anybody. they pretty
1: powerful. I don't know yeah. why they need the guns, really. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, really, because at one point they even punch him and just knock half yes. of the mask off. But, I like and, the- and
1: that's my one beep with the artist. That's the strangest way to knock his yeah. mask off. It's like no. Peter, cover the bottom of the yeah, like, really. everyone can see who you are. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, with that, he's dodging bullets and a cat, which was pretty funny. The cat yes, scratched him. and he's like He's like, Oh man, you know, I better check that later. I don't want cat scratch <laughs> fever. Uh yeah, he ends up getting all the guns and they're all golden guns. He ends up getting webbing on them and pulls them away. But like you said, that doesn't stop these guys. And you have the father just come. He doesn't take his ring off either. He comes and no. is like, feel my wrath. And Peter's like, really? Like, that's so old timey. You, you got to get up on things. And it kind of pushes that whole idea that they are from a time forgotten yeah, and things like that. And the rumor even goes and she's like, it's enough. You know, stop. Nobody knows who you are. You do have, like you said, the crowd, the neighborhood gathering Basically like, hey, you know, you're not going to come and, and hurt Spider-Man. He's our guy. Whatever you're doing, I don't care. We don't care who you are. We're going to stand up for it. And it's a nice deal. And it's a nice, here's the thing is as we go on through these, I, I keep, you know, remembering the idea that most of these first five issues that we've had for these fresh start haven't been great. Like no. We've even said yeah, that most the of the stories have been, real slow. Yeah, have been slow and most of them kick in at that issue six and on. Uh This is actually pretty good and it gives me – it kind of gets me excited only because it does feel different. I mean at first we were like, well, another Spider-Man book or whatever, but it does feel – like he's gonna hang in the neighborhood and, and yep. we have all that stuff. So I actually like it. And I, I always like Tom Taylor. So, uh, you know, I'm a little biased there and I, I like the art. I like the side characters. I actually like the rumor, even though we don't get tons of yeah. her. But I her like,
1: and, and the under your characters are, are a little bit, you know, underspelled out yeah, as, they as are. far as what they do and can do.
0: Yeah. But I like, I like the idea of this, uh, woman cop. Who shows up and she even says to you know, she gets the call from Peter and he's like, you know, we need help, or we're in trouble here. Uh, you know, we're there's gonna be a lot of things going down, and she's like, Oh, we gotta go over to Water Street, and they're like, No, 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 we're told to stay away. She doesn't care, she goes. She actually goes, which I thought was pretty cool, and she's like, No, no, I'm going down there. Uh so yeah, I, I actually liked it. I love having Johnny Storm in this. And unfortunately, it seems, you know, he's probably going to be leaving, yeah. but I, I would love just, it if yeah, he would, if he would be there. I like it too. He's there with the kids because, you know, the mom, Leilani, and the kids are reunited. They're on and. That peter's they knock out the, an emp kind of knocks out the whole city grid you know you have peter calling and this is where the under yorkers are coming they knock out all the power to come up and the kids get scared and peter's like hey johnny can can you kind of light up so that they're not as scared i'm telling you if that was me i'd be petrified all of a sudden <laughs> this guy just catches on yeah, fire starts
1: on fire i yeah, know yeah, that's sounds on scary at all. yeah really
0: And then that's when the Under Yorkers come blasting through. But like I said, it's just basically what ends up being is Peter, Romer, and the rest of the neighborhood fighting off these guys. Peter does take a punch that rips half his mask off, but that's where <laughs> Fisk shows up. And Fisk shows up, and he's like, "All right, you know, there's a deal." He's there to kind of say to this guy, yeah. Peter you know, plays him a little
1: bit too, and Peter helping gets out. it.
0: I like when Peter gets and he's like, "Here he is, the mayor. He yeah. is going to step up for his city." And you even have the flag behind. And I love the progression where Peter's yelling this, though, also. Yeah, really, you gotta cover that mask. I, I can tell it's Peter Parker, there, but he's <laughs> no. yelling this. And Fisk just looks at him like, you you son of a G, you, you, jerk. Yeah, you, know, you jerk. You know, you jerk off. And then just like, hey, uh, Hale is the guy, the uh, father from the Under He's like, you gotta go back yeah, down. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah, you gotta go back down now. We'll talk later. We'll he's like, what are you this. talking about? We have an arrangement, whatever. No, no, no. Let's just any, and I like the idea then that Fisk then starts, Kind of talking trash and says, you know, don't start a war right now that you can't possibly win. And the the big thing in my mind is that these under Yorkers, they, they're strong, right? We've yeah. seen they they hit like you know bricks, right? But yeah. there's there's only like a handful of them. I yeah. don't know how don't many people really are down know under about there.
1: All the other heroes out there, They've yeah, been yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I
0: think that Fisk is just like you know, Kingpin's like. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting into. You have not been up here. And I think that it plays that as well. But while that's going on, the, the main guy, Hale, he says, I want my grandkids and really seems to specifically want the boy. And says like he's the heir to go this. Yeah, Peter's like the whole air stuff. Peter Peter li- lies and uh, you knew it. He was I like lying, this right? part a lot. It yeah. made oh, me laugh. Uh,
1: I kind of did not. I, really I,
0: I'm telling you, the only thing I could think was that Johnny grabbed them and flew away. But even so, he's like, oh, they teleport. You know, I have a lot of friends. You know, I have a lot of superhero friends, a lot of teleportation really guys, a them. lot of magicians, and yeah, yeah they're gone. And they're like, where are they? Well, you know, we're gonna get. And he's like, listen. I don't know. I told them not to tell me so that I couldn't even know. So you better leave. Now they're in the apartment. And the worst though is the the worst, the idea is like that they're there. And like, these kids really want to be in this apartment. They want to stay. I'm like, you better get out of it. Yeah, least change Don't, apartments. don't tempt fate right? any You know longer. what I mean? It's like, there's a big <laughs> hole in the wall. You're like, at least change the apartment. But now it's they cool to have
1: Spider-Man as a neighbor, but let's move on. Already. Yeah.
0: And so then Peter's like, okay, he says bye to Johnny. They're all, you know, everything's good. He goes back. I'm waiting for him to run into boomerang naked. Cause he's like, you know, I'm seconds from bed. I hope that I don't run into anybody in their underwear. And that's where we had that thing hanging as Aunt May's there, and she's about to tell him that she's sick. So yep. and we'll have to wait so for that. So all
1: that fun I just had throughout that whole yeah. issue, and
0: then Tom Taylor got to go and break my And I my actually, heart. I actually had a little feels by the end too. I was so it. Yeah. sad. Yeah, actually, it's uh, if we had awards at the end of the uh show, this is my second biggest feels of the night. There's a bigger one later that I had that I'll I'll tell you when we get to that, but. I like this. Like I said, I think that the weird thing about it is the art – is more like Juan Cabal's art in this has a lot more crazy panels and crazy layouts, and cra- which is great, but it seemed a little back from what he usually can do per page, but I still really liked it. I yeah. like the way, I'm telling you, that 8-bit thing actually made me the, smile. The
1: 8-bit and the spread page, and that I was in love page with. was
0: great. But yeah, yeah, you get the neighborhood helping, you get this whole thing. You know, do I care about Under York? Not really. No. Do me. I care <laughs> if we ever see Under York again? Not really. No. No. It's it seems we like did, it's setting up a something. We got end
1: question mark going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what there I'm saying. On, it know.
0: seems like because as they were going down their golden elevator, yeah. uh, which I'm telling you, just blow it up, please. If yeah. this, the first thing you should do is get rid of this. But as he's going down, the guy's just staring at this. But we'll yeah, see how that, that, that goes. an
1: evil golden stare for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, I'm going 8-5. I, I really like this. I had some fun. I think that this is one of my uh most fun that i've had in the first couple issues of a series and i'm looking forward to this continuing what would you give it
1: yeah i actually uh i think this is going to be my book of the week spoiler no. alert i gave this a 9-2 on the site i stick with that here uh yeah i just had a, a real lot of fun like that splash page i i passed yeah. along to the roommate i made her read it she she nice. dug it i'm like you don't need to know anything going into this no, just read no. this page and she had a fun time with it too so that passed the sniff test for me there as far go. as that goes um, you know, Tom Taylor sure has the ability to upset me, but kind of yeah. in a good way because he gets you so into the story he and then does, he yeah. pulls the rug out for Mungie at the at the last minute. And then I, I also had just a, a blast with how kind of Spider-Man wraps the whole thing up with Conning Fisk into essentially helping yeah, you, know, i don't funny. think that's what yeah. his original intention might, might have been i'm not really yeah. sure but i
0: think that's what he was trying to other do, than the New Yorkers
1: him. and rumor kind of really being not spelled out great you know it wasn't criminal but uh you know you kind of got the gist of what they could do but um i i, I still liked everything else in this issue specifically after kind of the last couple being up and down for me
0: yeah yeah i really like so, it yeah, too- now we're gonna move on to the next book which is venom number 12 and that is written by Donnie Cates. Art by Joshua Casera. Uh, colors by Rain Barredo and letters by VC's Clayton Kells. Uh, after a massive battle with an ancient symbiote, the Venom symbiote no longer has a personality or voice. Instead, it is an anamorphous alien organism that responds to the subconscious impulse of its host, Eddie Brock kind of now it's getting a little better than that (laughs) this
1: paragraph's about to destroy yeah yeah worse
0: yet the creature's been tampering with eddie's memories which causes eddie to return to san francisco and his estranged father carl brock when eddie collapses from what is believed to be his cancer returning the maker attempts to permanently separate eddie and the symbiote during the process eddie learns that the symbiote falsified his cancer eddie never had cancer or a sister or an uncle who died of cancer but he does have a son Named Dylan, and you start off with a flashback, and there is Dylan. So there this is no sort of, you know, roundabout deal. It is Eddie's son in a crazy way. Yeah. Because it is Anne Weighing, who was she venom, who ended up being she venom, and when she stopped being she venom was pregnant. With Eddie's son, Dylan. And that's crazy. And then yeah. she's there giving the baby to Carl, Eddie's dad, and saying basically, listen, you know, Eddie's insane. He's a monster. Please, you have to raise the kid. I'll be back. I'm going to work things out and I'll be back. Unfortunately, she ends up killing herself. She commits suicide later. So she she ain't coming back, right? She yep. is. Yeah. And that's so the ultimate death. There. Yeah. She runs off. And that's how Carl has been raising you know, Dylan with this now through all this, you go back then and Eddie is really pushing the thing and saying to the maker, like, listen, push it to, you know, pull it to 11. I need to get the symbiote out. Uh, They start talking crap. And the but the symbiote does it flies off, breaks the machinery, makes all these explosions. There's a huge explosion. Wraps up the maker. Yeah, wraps up the maker in like a cocoon thing on the the roof, and then takes off. Now, while this is going on, you do have Carl had picked up Dylan, was driving him home, and you see that Carl he doesn't have much patience, yeah, and he's it's got funny. A real
1: short fuse. Well, like here's Carl. the
0: thing: it's funny because Carl's there driving and saying basically, "Listen, Dylan, you can't run away." I'm sorry. I'll try not to lose my temper again. And it takes one sentence before yep. he's about to backhand <laughs> and again. I'm like, you really can't. Too black yeah, eye. you really can't do this. But they end up crashing, but not really crashing. It's the symbiote that grabs the car and you know makes them stop, and then grabs Carl. Uh, but this is the weird deal because you end up then with the symbiote kind of going in and and fusing with Carl's brain, and then Carl wakes up. Back with that in that room that ended up being the room where it was, where he convinced Eddie to end up saying that he was guilty yes. of that crime long ago. And it, it's very odd here of how it's going on Uh because Well, it's see, just, I
1: wasn't even really sure that was real. at That's that what point I'm saying.
0: Time. I don't know if he's just in the symbiotes in his brain doing this. I'm thinking that's the case, because at this point, Eddie seems to be back in the hospital knocked out and the symbiote's gone. So I think the symbiote must be messing with his brain and going back and making him in this room to kind of, relive this or something because you even have the point where eddie's like you know i know what i am and it's his face but he's got the venom teeth going and all that so i do think this is probably in his head in carl's head to do this deal of saying you know you're gonna i'm you're gonna be done you know i'm gonna put you out he ends up taking him it seems into the middle of the desert and leaving him there but even there he wants to know about the sun and that's where carl says to eddie or the symbiote uh you know he's just like you and eddie's like no 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 i don't want him to be like me he's not a much he's like no i don't mean now i mean like when you were a kid and it says you know did do you still believe in God? And it, it's a crazy little scene here, uh, Something that's going God. on. And yeah, he's like, you know, I, I met God and he's a jerk, you know, And, and a what little more explicit was that way. From? I
1: swear that was from an action movie. I don't too, know. Of some sorts. No, I
0: don't know. But yeah, <laughs> w- with that though, you end up where Carl ends up waking up in the middle of the desert yeah, you know, just on a road, abandoned. just out of nowhere. And again, it's a very odd scene that I don't know if this is going on the symbiote symbiote doing this. And again, again, changing things and going back in memories and stuff like the symbiote kind of did daddy about the cancer and all that sort of thing. But I do think that it's one of those where the symbiote is trying to make things right and trying to get – like Carl, he doesn't kill Carl. I yeah. mean, he gets mad at one point, tries to, you know, attack him a bit, but then pulls it back, and he's like, and even apologizes and says, "I know I mess things up. I know I'm not good, but I'm I'm working on it every day in my life. I'm trying to get better, do better." And I think this is the symbiote now, and, and you know, a combo deal. And then basically says, you know, you're gonna wake up now, and you're gonna be alone, and then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna stay that way. And that's where he ends up waking up. I don't and he's think like, he erases sorry. his memory of anything. No, though, I don't either. You know what he I, says I get he's the from
1: this scene that that Carl Eddie's dad, is almost like now I kind of get the the sense of what Eddie's been going through with this thing yeah. latched to him. Yeah, 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 and maybe almost you know
0: at this well, point
1: gives him that forgiveness. This is the
0: thing is it seems as if now that the symbiote and I think that a lot of this has to do with right before them separating. Eddie is just yelling at the symbiont, like, I hate you. You you fooled me. Yeah, you you ended up life. lying. You're a jerk. You did all this, like, because of the deal. And again, the way that Donny Cates is playing this off – is it's such it's an abusive relationship the symbiote has been lying to him to make him stay with it and you know because it thought that Eddie would just ditch him and now realizes you know all this thing and even says like as this is going on Eddie's like please you know they have the sonics going they're trying to get it out and the symbiote's like Eddie please don't do this stay with us please and he says no you lied to me manipulated me made me sick made me weak no more and then says turn it up and the thing just goes and I think this is kind of like him trying to go the symbiote itself going and trying to make the things that he ruined right for eddie to maybe get eddie back then yeah, yeah uh, i don't know because when now we're go, gonna be thrown into
1: war of the realms so yeah
0: yeah and it, it's crazy because then it goes and the the part with the carl it's good the part though this part with dylan I really, really like. And it's very quick, but you see, you know, Venom go in, pick up, you know, Dylan and you see all these other the makers people are all just there dead probably it seems, you know, at least knocked out. (laughs) Nobody
1: looks in good shape. He
0: picks up and you have Dylan looking like Eddie And he's like, you know, where are we? Why are we back at the hospital? And what are you doing? Why are you leaving me? You know, why won't you talk? And it's not saying anything. So you're waiting to, you know, you're thinking that it can't talk at this point. And then it just says trying to be better again, said that before to Carl and a better, you know, for both of you better without me and then leaves and it's kind of sad it actually yeah, is like really the symbiote like you know what i messed everything up i realized what happened i go now at this point you kind of still don't know exactly what's going on But then when Dylan goes in and you see Eddie, he's there. He, you know, seems nude. Actually, I think he has boxer briefs on, but he's just there. So the symbiote walked away and he's like, you know what? Wake up, Eddie. Wake up. You know, and he's like, what happened? What happened? He's like, "Uh, you know, I don't know. I think that it saved me. I think the symbiote saved me, but then it left. And that's like, where did he go, Eddie? And you see the symbiote walking in the street, turning into a person on a hoodie and then just walking off into the crowd. And it's next War of the Realms. And because of that, we're not going to get Donnie Cates back on the book for a A bunch of months months. yeah it's like july when he comes back i think that this was a pretty cool way of ending it and having the symbiote just like you know what i'm not loved anymore i'm just gonna go off and i like the idea that the symbiote goes off as just this guy in a hoodie he's going
1: off on some redemption journey oh that's what i'm saying saying.
0: i'm glad that it wasn't like you see him going and like ripping a head off and yelling or whatever i like the idea that he's just gonna walk off to figure things out and then like it says next the war of the realm so we'll see how that is gonna go uh but yeah i i like this i actually really liked it i thought that it was really well done uh it's a little confusing but it gets me excited the only problem is it's getting me excited for something that we're probably gonna have to wait months now which sucks uh but and i thought the art uh ryan stegman's one of my favorite artists that we've come over to the marvel he's and he's been this gone podcast, a while now and he's been gone but i think that this is a really good replacement this looked really good uh it was a little more colorful at points too that i kind of liked uh especially with the maker's stuff when that was born but yeah even that the maker's just in, looks like he's just tied he looks up like a mess to the right deal. Now. he might be dead you know who knows but yeah I really like it. I like the, the she venom thrown in there at the beginning yeah. that shows what's going on. And yeah. I, I really, I really liked it. I'm going to go eight five, same as the, uh, Spider-Man, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man for different reasons. I thought that this was done and it, it kind of, again, it gave me the feels for the symbiote, which is something that shows me that, you know, Donnie Cates has done his job setting up all this. So I, I liked it. What would you give it?
1: uh i'm gonna give it a 7.8 just shy of an eight uh just i have some problems sometimes with all the past things in this book that that get changed and i can't tell if they're real or not real so it feels like sometimes we spend a lot of time with with things we question that turn out not being real anyway and and
0: that's why i think i think that he's playing with that idea now and what we see now it will end up that from here on out, if the real when he, deal, when he, the he does story, get the symbiote back, and with that, when the symbiote comes back, it's going to be on blast. It's yeah. not going to be able to lie anymore, so we'll see what's going on. Yeah. I think that this is a kind of a neat way to – get to that but we're not yeah. there yet, yeah yeah
1: I, you know I, I at the same time i don't necessarily hate that that mystery element to all of it um so you know it, it's not anything that knocks a whole lot of points off for me but you know be knowing venom's history pretty well I, even i'm confused and and things at yeah. this point are mixed up as to what's real what's not real what's, yeah. he been pulled, what, what's he done um you know i i do look forward to maybe a possible redemption journey for the symbiote i think that's a cool idea Maybe mm-hmm. writing his some of his past wrongs in the carnage stuff. I'm obviously looking forward to yeah, but,
0: which is coming up. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I like the emotional notes in this issue. Definitely, yep. I, I wonder how you know his son fits into all of this going forward. So yeah. that's also you know another thing I look forward to.
0: Yep. Well, we're gonna go to the mail, and if you uh, want to be part of the mail, you can email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail dot com, and we read the mail on the Weekend Edition. And Jay is the first mail, and Jay says, "What up, Jim and Brandon? It's Jay from Canada. Making Hello. my trip over from DC, land to wreck it up here. The best is he can't yell about Batman on this one. I actually told him tonight, I'm like, I'm so sick. I'm uh, so sick of Batman Batman or Tom King. I'm done. We just stopped talking about those ones. Yes, that's what I like about this one. (laughs) Overall, not a bad week, right? Venom was good, just really fast. I'll miss Cates and Stagman, but I'm so glad they're working on Absolute Carnage. As a symbiote Ven, that's the event I've been waiting for. What do you two think? Are you excited? I'm excited. I don't know. I don't have much of a connection with carnage but i'm excited yeah. to have anything with donny cates and yeah, and I, yeah i
1: definitely look, i just said it. the venom review that's definitely the the venom stuff coming up i look forward to most yeah
0: yeah, and he says Avengers was the usual blend of disappointment, and it's almost worth dropping. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting close to that compared to the current Justice League title. This Plus, is just Blade treading didn't water. get to be
1: the king of vampires. Yeah, like really? Yeah,
0: I knew that wasn't <laughs> happening. I should have. I think <laughs> I, I thought I was going to bet you. Didn't I say <laughs> that we were betting something? I forget. Well, I'm going to pretend we did. But yeah, there. This is just treading water with no real purpose. I missed the days when Hickman was on it. That was some good S-H-I shindig. No swearing. Yep. Uh, yeah, now maybe this is the beginning. Hickman will be back on it eventually. Uh, he's knows? on X-Men coming I up. H,
1: I would have liked him on anything else. Man, but, man. but here
0: Yeah, go. Guardians has been a little disappointing, but and Lizards. Batman, this was so good. The connection with <laughs> Null. The team's feeling cohesive and formed with the direction now. The awesome cliffhanger. I'm so glad this book uh, is great again. Yeah. What I, book's I he talking Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't like it that much. I'm telling no, you, geez. it was a lot of nothing to me. Cates is my third favorite writer behind Jeff Johnson, and Tom King. I know Shots Fired. I like I, I, I would Johns, say he's probably
1: higher than those two on <laughs> He's definitely way over
0: Tom <laughs> King for me. So I'm glad when I can enjoy his books. I, I like most of his books. Yeah. Lastly, what is your favorite Spider-Man story, Brandon? And then what's your favorite run? You can answer if you like, Jim. But I know Marvel stuff isn't your forte. I I don't have one. So I'm not even going to answer. But what yeah. is your favorite? I, I
1: don't know. I'm partial to pretty much anything of McFarlane's 90s run. That, that's now, some of the stuff I really grew up on and... You know, it's not the best when you go back and read it, but I would say that's that's the
0: reason I love Spider-Man so much. Yeah. I'm
1: going to give that as my answer. He
0: says I actually really enjoyed Slots run. But yeah. Bendis's I mean, I have all the slots run, Bendis's Ultimate Spider-Man is so good. He says even though you don't like Bendis, it's no, worth I, giving it a see, shot. You read all that. That's my
1: exception to the Bendis rule, and kind of why I'm so disappointed in him nowadays. Yeah. At well, the same time, and this is time. the thing
0: with the idea of you not liking Brian Michael Bendis. That's not a history thing that you always hated him. No,
1: you no, actually it's a liked. More him. recent history yeah. thing. You know, it started um, kind and of like in that the you middle didn't of my adolescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You read a ton of that whole
1: whole Ultimate Spider-Man run, all of the Miles Morales stuff, and kind of in the middle of his Miles Morales run is where he just started pulling that trick of where he he never moves, never never does anything, and – he sets up interesting things you don't ever get the answers to, and when you do, they're rushed to a conclusion and, yeah. and just unsatisfying.
0: Yep. As for an individual story, Spider-Man Blue was really good. Spider-Verse was a really fun event, but I think Back and Black is my favorite right before Brand yeah. New Day. One if of the you most ridiculous
1: see. Spider-Man stories they have is Spider-Man Reign. It's kind of yeah. like an alternate universe Spider-Man thing. Uh I, I can't even really say what happens to Mary Jane in it, because it's not safe for this podcast. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, if you wanna see that up online. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see Peter
0: being a bad butt, this the story's terrifying, plus the black suit is best custom ever. Actually, one more question. What's your favorite Spidey suit? What is your favorite oh, Spidey favorite suit? My
1: favorite is the Scarlet Spider suit, no yeah. question about it. Uh, I was Sp- Scarlet Spider for Halloween this year. I yeah, think I yeah. played the whole Spider-Man video game of
0: Scarlet Spider. Really? So, yeah. I don't have a favorite. So there. That's all from me. And, and here's the thing. If we go back to even at the beginning of the podcast with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, uh, not only do I not have much of a connection with Spider-Man, but not even being that even interested in Spider-Man at all was probably one of the reasons why I never really got into Marvel because yeah. a lot of it is yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. And I haven't been that interested. Now that the funny thing is, is I'm getting more interested in Spider-Man as I'm getting less interested in Batman. And yeah. and I even said to Jay in an email that I sent to him today, if you don't like Batman, you start not really caring much about DC, right? Yeah, and that's where yeah, I'm in a thick. I'm in a conundrum now of being a DC guy mainly and not liking the big character, even though Batman has never been my favorite character. Uh but not liking Batman really throws me off and now all of a sudden I'm digging Spider Man more and more and I'm actually more of
1: that, you know, jokey teenage feel that you know you you kinda gravitate to And
0: just the idea of it's almost like this podcast has become like my refuge of when I get upset about the stuff that I I'm supposed to care about and get so upset about D C now we have this podcast where we can pick and choose what we like and then we get to have fun like we are tonight and this is where it doesn't feel it's like one of those things again where it's if you love what you do you don't have to work a day in your life well this podcast starts to become very easy to do yeah, and it goes even quick yeah. i'm telling you on thursday it was like pulling teeth yeah, it, <laughs> it, was, was it was really was tough to tough. get together and everything, it was yeah. really t- yeah we ended up delay oh that was the worst so i i'm gonna apologize again to everybody who listened on thursday i'm like boy these guys are just jerks i know <laughs> that we make fun of the review that we had on itunes like hey hey, these guys are bad reviewers because they don't like anything. I actually, by the end of Thursday, I, you know, <laughs> I to pull like, the veil off, right. to pull the veil off, I ended up sending you a message. I'm like, I never want to have a podcast like yeah. this again where we're all miserable. Yeah. It really read, got well, to me. we
1: more and just not talk those books. Maybe. Yeah, I, just I'm telling talk you, them I said
0: to you, and this is no lie, I sent you a message right away and I said, boy, I was just miserable tonight. I don't want to do that. Let's make sure that we at least like some of the books. You know, don't have three books that we just don't like but that's yeah that's what the weekend's for yeah. the weekend is for fun but that is uh jay says that's all from him well,
1: one, one more spider suit is i speaking of dan slots when i liked when spider-man got rich for, for, with parker industries and he had like you know that this nanotech spider suit that would just yeah. pop out of nowhere kind of iron cool.
0: man-esque now yeah. like, and the glowing eyes were sweet
1: too i like yeah. that and
0: he says much love from canada right near you up yep. there in buffalo my neighbor and that is from Jay, and the next one's Matt, and Matt's a new uh, emailer at least, and he says, "Hey, Weird Science crew, I'm a big fan of your podcast. It's my second choice be- behind Howard Stern on Sirius XM." I actually sent him back a deal, and I'm like, "That that actually is a very big compliment yeah. to me yeah, because no, that is not gonna
1: jump Howard Stern <laughs>
0: is is pretty much my favorite thing of all time. If I would actually any sort of listening deal, I, I was a huge fan from the beginning when he came to Philadelphia. Uh, so when he's on vacation, you guys move to the top spot." The good thing is, is he barely has anything on anymore. I, that was why I actually had oh, really? serious... really? does it that little? Yeah, it's not much. Uh, it's only a couple days a week and stuff like that. It's still great, though. I, I read 90% of Marvel each week. I skip anything related to Squirrel Girl, etc. <laughs> it's funny because you know for a fact that if they had a Squirrel Girl number one for Fresh Start, it would probably be one of my favorite books. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be yeah such a would be on board Yeah, sure. oh, I, I know I would. I've actually read half of the run right now right and i'm talking the second half yeah he was he kind of fell off now i i ended up starting at like issue 25 or something i forget where it was it was the start of a new arc and i've been reading it but i would never force you to read it yeah (laughs) you wouldn't like it uh but i'm right with you on the rest of them he says my only critique you should focus a bit more on the art and a less uh bit on the writers and i actually said to him this is something that I've been, a, you know, kind of a critique that I've been given since we first started because I am a guy who is more with the story and the writing. And I did yeah. tell him that I'm going to try to oh, yeah. Some, focus sometimes a little I always, more like,
1: you know, I, I'll go through a comic and barely pay attention. to Well, the that's the problem is with me. It's
0: it's it's unfortunate with me is the idea of I usually only notice when it's bad. Yep. And so when it or it's spectacular, or there's something that really wiles me. Yeah. Well, I, I I hope that we focused a bit more on the art tonight. I yeah, I know that, that, it's, that never gonna be, really it's never going to be really. It's never going to be 50 50. I think. And I'm trying, though. I will try. Honestly, before I started listening to your podcast, I rarely even noticed who was writing the issues. That's what <laughs> Eric actually. That's what Eric told me uh in him in the 90s that yeah. he was all the artists he didn't care yeah, who wrote was it the same way
1: like yeah, I said, he you just know, the, cared about the that
0: mcfarlane was more because of yeah. the, his art yeah. grabbed
1: me more than the stories you yep. know going along with and it and
0: he says for me it's mostly about the art and i've been a comic book reader since 1989 anyway that's my pov and more talk about cereal i saw they have <laughs> peep cereal yeah,
1: rant about that cereal yeah, stuff. i
0: almost i almost got peep cereal this weekend and I didn't get it only because I, I don't know. I have a feeling that it's it's a bunch of nonsense number uh, one, yeah. but um I don't know it says marshmallow flavored cereal now, if you don't have marshmallows in the marshmallow, then I'm out and yeah, really that to should me be all marshmallows that's cereal. what I'm saying. peep cereal. <laughs> Should be the dream of everybody who's ever looked at the box of Lucky Charms and said, why can't it all be marshmallows? And I thought that that's what it was. I actually was getting stuff at BJ's and uh, saw that and I'm like, man, I might get that. And then I decided not to. Then I almost was a moron and almost got uh, Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, which I'm telling you, I hate. I cannot stand them. I can't even stand the smell of them. They make me sick, but my kids like them. Yeah, I, I almost like them. got them. Oh, I hate them. I can't stand them. So I ended up getting um the... Uh, what was it? I got fruit loops, uh, which my favorite right now uh, would probably be fruit loops with the marshmallows. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Uh, but also I, I
1: was on a kick of that for a while. I've been
0: mixing it up lately. and also though. got Oreo cereal. Which yeah, is, that that, is, that came yeah. out
1: when I was, I don't know in high school, I think, yeah. and it's just popped back around all this. yeah, stuff.
0: it's popped back and it's uh it's okay. Yeah. It, it's not bad. My I don't mind. Used it.
1: to love it. I can eat it, but it's not. I, you know, it's not my favorite. Yeah, i still got to try you. that donut cereal.
0: Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. That that is so is bad. It, it good, has like, plain just to eat. No, it has. Well, it might be. It has a powder to it yeah. that coats your mouth, and it, it's got a bad mouth feel. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's awful. But yeah, I'll tell you the one thing, Matt. Uh, at one point. Uh, I may have to send them the email of the serial podcast that we had. Oh yeah. uh, for yeah, the yeah, uh, love just that. just for the heck of a deal, and you, you'll get a lot of my uh, rules that i have with eating cereal which there, there are plenty of rules yeah. that i have about eating and getting cereal uh one being no generic cereal allowed but matt says thanks and that is him and i hopefully we'll be able to concentrate <laughs> I, I a little more a on the earth
1: for like 85 percent of cereal eaters yeah, if I'm you're a cereal you. fan you don't mess with that generic no stuff. i
0: don't need that nonsense i mean if, if i'm gonna get fruit loops I, i'm not gonna end up saving you know 50 cents to get fruit o's yeah. Who needs Fruit-O's? Hey, maybe, at,
1: I think that's 50% of the reason I, well, I like my city I live in so much. It smells literally like Cheerios. We got a Cheerios yeah, plate go. right in oh, the I, city. I hate
0: Cheerios. <laughs> I can't stand them. That's well, when not they so, make
1: Lucky Charms you, or something, I mean, Cheerios it is sweet.
0: not a – it's not even a real cereal. That's for little kids <laughs> to learn how to pick stuff up and put in their mouth.
1: Yeah, uh, with General the General Mills plant right there. Oh,
0: well, I don't, that's, uh, the one thing, though, is generic cereal, in my mind, especially if you get like a Fruit Loops variety or whatever the biggest problem i have is they don't coat them enough and you pour milk in and it's just mush within two seconds oh yeah and and believe me I gotta go
1: light on the milk on those. yeah
0: i do and i don't like to go light on the milk and also i do not take a lot of time I, i will tell you i'm not one who pours a bowl of cereal and then walks away to, to make coffee yeah. I pour cereal Bung. I put the milk in and I am at it uh, even if I'm <laughs> if I'm walking up the stairs I'm eating it as I go up the stairs and still this generic nonsense I can't stand it but we're gonna move on to some more books and we're gonna go uh the next one is the what could be considered one of the bigger books should of be, the week yeah. it should be because of the War of the Realms coming up and what is that Brendan
1: it is Thor number 11 written by Jason Aaron guest artist Lee Gret Garbert. Garbert. <laughs> Guest Garbert. colorist Antonio Fabella and V.C.'s Joe Sabino on letters. Thor is yeah. back while still unworthy of lifting his hammer. Milnior, he is once more the God of Thunder, but much else has changed. Mikaelith and his allies have been laying waste to the Ten Realms, many including the Light Elf Realm, Elfenheim, and the Dwarves Realm, Nidlver, have already fallen to this yeah. invasion. Asgard itself is in ruins, destroyed by the man before Jane Foster, and her last act as Thor hurtled the beast and the hammer Mjolnir into the sun, and the rainbow bridge is shattered, leaving Thor with no way to take the fight to the Dark Elf King and only substitute hammers to fight back with. Beyond the cloud of Midgard, Mikaelith, Mikaelith's War of the Realms is growing, and Thor's time is running out. So this is the eve of war here, and Thor is supermanning himself
0: into the yeah over and over. <laughs> and, and I believe it, I believe it's Malekith. I yeah, know that I everybody know. I, gives you so much really, crap I, I, for that. That's my
1: old uh, continuity. It is. That is your say,
0: crazy what deal. What
1: did I used to say? <laughs> I can't <laughs> even
0: remember. Continue. I'm telling you, you say it, Michaela, that sounds like some lady that lives down the street. You yeah. Know, the, it, but yeah, the, the thing about this is, number one, I'll, I'll go with Matt Steele. I actually really like the art in this. And it's one of those where it's not, you know, it's pretty straightforward art. And it's, you know, it's not crazy watercolor looking like del mundo's no, which i, I have a lot I, I of problems i with.
1: appreciate the art better too because it's not Del. you know that's what i'm the, saying
0: and i know that i think del mundo's one of those where you either love or hate it and i yeah. do not like it uh, at see, all
1: Aaron, Aaron was bringing up in slack this this week the weird world story which i also really enjoyed when secret war yeah. was going on and del mundo was on it and, and I, it, I liked his art there and that's, that's probably, probably because it's weird, weird world yes It's almost
0: like at DC where we say Liam Sharp is really good when you have a lot of organic stuff. You know, that's his thing. And yeah, I could see Del Mundo being a weird world guy. Uh, I like this. I like this issue because it kind of is a little calm before the storm. You're, you're gathering everything. You're getting everybody ready for the War of the Realms, but it actually got me. Uh, to see some characters that are going to be involved that I don't really have a lot of background with, stuff like that. I liked seeing Thor. I love seeing Thor as a younger guy. I thought the art in that was great. Yeah. It looks sexy there. Look at
1: well, they, remember that one shot? I don't know if we talked about it on here. Or I just mentioned it as like a quick book thing, but it was a one shot way back when where Thor, you know, he was banished to Earth and he fell in love yeah. with that girl. He ended up having to go off and fight a war and she died by the time yeah. he got back. Yeah. And, then, and yeah, that's what absolutely. he was talking about.
0: Yeah, and we have that. We have his mom and, you know, she's there. She grabs a hammer. He's in the sun trying to he's, get Mjolnir because he's like, you know, I need this. I need, I need to be worthy. I need yeah. to do this to get going. He ends up going to Earth and you kind of set up the idea again just to remind you that he cares about Earth and he's going to save some people. He ends up saving people from a tsunami in Hawaii, which I do think a lot of people died still. You <laughs> see know. people... There's they, no way
1: there were only four people no, stuck in the... no. Snow. And at
0: one point, you see this one guy and he's like, he's about to go underwater with a car right above him. I'm like, yeah, Thor, it's saving him. Yeah. But what about you these go
1: or taxi cab, just float. Yeah, but seconds. you go
0: through <laughs> that. You, you see him talking about that. He lost his love. And he said, at one point, he said that, you know, Hey mom, you said forget worthy, find love. Well, I did look what it got me. Uh, she's dead. You end up going into the end of everything again. I mean, this to me, was a very good of like, hey, it's the greatest hits of everything that's going to be involved. Let's get it all and let's go forward. And I really liked it. I actually liked it. And the part where I said earlier where uh I had some feels was when just out of nowhere, Jane Foster's there I know, I like, getting That was test. my favorite
1: part of this issue.
0: I actually almost teared up. I know. Because I actually <laughs> love that Jane Foster Thor and all that stuff. And it basically – it's such a crazy deal of – just hey, listen. You don't have cancer anymore. It's gone. You beat it. And that actually, it really shocked me. I yeah. was like, oh my god. And they're like, you're in complete yeah, she's remission. She's starting to look
1: like great again, and everything. Yeah,
0: and she's just sitting there and like, Jane, did you hear what I said? And she's just shocked yeah. because I, I think that it's also playing with this idea that it goes with her and us because basically, when I think of Jane Foster. A big part of her character is having cancer. Yeah, lately. It's gone now. And so there she is, and she's shocked. She's like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? And I loved it. I thought that was great. You end up going to the boat where they're waiting for Thor, and you got Thori, you got the goat, you got all the <laughs> things going. And yeah, through this whole deal, you know, a ton of things aren't really happening to progress the no. story. It's just kind of like, it, hey, here's what's going characters. on. Yeah, that's I all really, really liked it. And I I, like too. I said, I thought the art was really good. I, I thought that, again, when this War of the Realm starts and you have Thor, I'm going to be caught up. This actually caught me up really well. It's almost like one of those victory lap type things for this also for some reason it shocked me we're only at issue 11 for some reason i I really yeah when i'm like 11 like because we it came out
1: when spider-man came out and it was double issue pumping them out for a while but then it slowed down i think when this yeah and and with that
0: we haven't talked every issue on the podcast so i've actually why i like this a lot is it caught me up, and now I don't. You know, I don't like reading. Who likes reading? So now well, I'm hey, that's ready like to a go. Four year run to five, and, six year run to catch up on. Yeah, real And but this actually gets me like all right, you know what, I see what's going on, I, I see the sides, I see Loki there, he looks this, all
1: sad. The, yeah, the, the, I like that Loki part, too, because it,
0: I think um,
1: this is the Dark Elves coming to kill him at the very yeah, end, which yeah. is, you know, Michaela or whatever his name Malika. is, basically saying he's done with Loki. Yeah, you know? yeah. Loki's obviously getting out of this situation, but, you know, now he's he's poed and and motivated to and it's funny
0: because when i read this the next book that i read is the next book we're going to be talking about it actually it's wolverine infinity watch i don't know if we're talking about it next i forget the order that i told you but but even so i read this and i'm like i feel bad for loki and then i read infinity watch number two and then i'm like boy i do like loki i I, I really like him so yeah and so through this all you also get that you know keep on bringing up this little bit of, you know, the high-five, you know, he's nonsense. You know, hey, you know, it's like, your father, you know, if he was better, you know, you don't want to act like him, you end up at the end of everything where – Thor kind of wakes up and, Thor of the Realms, you know, he's the old Thor there at the end of uh, time. And he's like, the Thor of the Realms, oh my God, it's, they're going to fall. He's like kind of remembering the whole thing. I really, really liked it. You know, yeah. you have a lot of things going on here. You have Volstagg, who's there, he's freaking out, he's got to be sedated. You got, so yeah, other than that, I mean, there's not a ton of things, like I said, going forward and say, but it's more of, hey, remember all these things and you know, look at this. And the thing that I, I'm getting, the thing that I hate more than generic cereal is Thor talk. And, <laughs> and Thor talk was the most Thor talk in this. Was pretty much in the blurb that you read at the beginning. Yeah. The, the catch up. This was yeah, more of and
1: stuff let's just
0: go. What, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the realms and all that. And even the hammers and stuff like that. But that was kind of left behind to kind of go. And this makes me very hopeful. That I'm going to like the War of the Realms a little more than I thought I would. Now, one of the things about it is, is there's eight trillion books coming out for it. And that always gets me down. It does. But reading this, I'm the mo- most excited for this War of the Realms than I've ever been. And that's what this is for. That's why they have this issue. Yeah, and I, I think Jason job. Aaron, I think Jason Aaron does a great job of, you know, pushing this forward. I like the art a lot. Uh, again, I think the colors Our greatness, especially when Thor is there trying to get Mjolnir out of the sun, sun, and even with that, even the description of that, did you
1: did you think like that's Mjolnir coming back? That's what I thought.
0: I I would think that the War of the Realms will end, or you know, at some point that he will get that you know Mjolnir back and be worthy, and that that has to be what this is all about, right? Yeah, you know, and I you, would think so. Yeah, and I you mean, have the you dark elves the even yeah. there.
1: From, from dis- yeah, that's destruction. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you have the, the dark elves there, and even there, like, you know, hey, war's our natural state. Let's get there. Elves, giants, goblins, men, all of us. Let's go. We're going to murder everybody. And I was all excited there. Uh, but yeah, I really like that description of, when they, they're they saying – and it's Freya saying, you know, oh, there he is. He's going into the sun and he goes so far in where his eyes are burning out of their sockets and his hammers are melting. But he yep. keeps trying because he's desperate to be worthy and to get, get Molnir. an advantage, yeah. And, yeah, to do this because, unfortunately, he thinks that he's not going to be able to do it. But yet she keeps reminding him of before you had Molnir. Remember when you were afraid of the thunder? What did you do? You ended up, you know, kicking its I butt. You ended up conquering it and you you did all this. Don't think that just because you don't have this hammer that you're you're not worthy and don't think – and I think that it was a really good way – to get in and even with the idea, I actually thought that she started this tsunami in Hawaii just to, to get him to get all fired up because yeah. yeah, she's like, look at him. You know, now he's remembering why he's doing things. He loves this Midgard. He loves these people and he's doing it. I thought it was really cool. But yeah, when he's, when he's separating the, the wave and there's just yeah, there's, like, there's people on the side. That's what I'm saying. The one guy – the like one person looks like they – yeah, there's three people there, but then the person on the bottom looks like they're face planning into the road. They are dead. And they're like, he saved them all. No, he didn't. Oh, you somebody, can say that. Dead. Somebody's dying here. I mean, what about the people in these cars? <laughs> he saves a family. She ends up saving that family in the car. That's all that happened. They're like, well, you know, and still – Four people were saying, hey, that's more than there would have been. But yeah, I, I really liked this. I, I did. Uh, I'm giving it an eight three. Uh, and that's higher than I've gone on a four yeah, book the Thor and it gets fair, me I very, think. very excited for, uh, the War of the Realms. And I hope that, that enthusiasm continues once we start reading it. But what would you give it?
1: I'm going to give it a 7.5 here. I, I, I also am ready for War of the Realms to get started here. You know, we, we've set it up enough. I'm ready for this to, to yeah. go and, and see what's going on. Uh, the Jane Foster moments were definitely my favorite. Yeah, in the really, issue. That
0: gave me the feels. I actually yeah, got choked up. It, it was yeah, almost it, we're like on a
1: roll for moments. I, in the, in yeah, this I'm week. telling you
0: reading that and you, you get the, you know, this happens not so often, but when it does, you realize that the, these characters actually do mean a lot to you. And it was almost as if, you know, some one of my best friends just called me and told me that they're yeah, cancer free and actually got me choked up like that. And yeah. I, I like that. Uh, so now you're reminding me now I'm going eight, five. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: all gonna three, gonna, three
0: <laughs> books so far, eight, five for me. I'm going to stick
1: with the seven, five. But, you know, it definitely makes me ready for at least the six issue War of the Realm series. I, like you said, all these tie ins scare me a, a yeah. whole lot.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I'm, looking I'm telling to you, at least the we're, main gonna, book. we're going to cover the main book. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to do that. And now I'm excited about it. I don't know that we're gonna be able to I mean that's cover huge job. <laughs> all of the things. So we'll see. Uh well there is a little bit of secret info that I have that we may reveal on uh next Thursday about that. So okay. uh we'll we'll do that later. But what is next,
1: Brent? Yeah, next we got Wolverine Infinity Watch number yeah. two. That's written by Jerry Dugan, art by Andy McDonald, color art by jody Belair, and letters by VC's Corey Pettit. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the Logan Alive beginning, but Loki filled Logan in on what happened while he was dead yeah. from the go- Gamora's plan to rewrite the universe to Adam Warlock, giving each Infinity Stone a soul, warning that the universe will come after the stones again. As if to prove his point, Chitari warlord Warbringer arrived on Earth to hunt down Hector Batista, an escaped row inmate, with the power to freeze time.
0: Yeah, and here's the deal. Uh, I don't have much of an Infinity War deal. I, yeah, I only not read a background. couple. We haven't
1: really covered any of those deals. No,
0: we haven't. And, uh, I did a couple of the deals that I read, uh, the, uh, the X23 deal uh and stuff like that yeah. but other than that i really didn't get what involved was with
1: uh wolver hex or whatever yeah
0: it was uh Hexperine. hex hex, hex now you're saying <laughs> that i can't remember uh but yeah I, I did like that and i ended up uh reading that one but not any of the others really and it was because we were just getting involved in the podcast Yeah, and, and that was already kick, halfway through yeah and trying to get our you know th- feet set on these books just starting and to jump into that there was yeah. a little too I was much. reading so. it and
1: I was about tapping out at the point we
0: were starting this thing, and i think so. it was weapon hex yeah weapon what hex. It was, we now that i remember it. yeah i was trying to think like, like why can't police? i remember this no, like <laughs> why can't i remember this uh weapon hex <laughs> No, it's weapon hex but yeah so i going into this you had talked about how much you were surprised that you liked the wolverine infinity watch number one yeah and then number two came out and you said it's really good so i said well if it's that good You know, I'll read the first one and, you know, and I'll tell you what I think and what I think goes. I said, no, I didn't even say that, but I said, I'll read it. And I read the first issue. And I loved it. And I read the second issue, and I love it. And here's a little spoiler. This is my book of the week. (laughs) And it's my book of the week on a series that I should have no reason to read. No interest. Uh, No real reason for it to be on this podcast. But it kind of goes along the lines of a Dead Man Logan with me that uh, because you like it, I ended up reading it. And I really really liked it and i really like this and i love loki in it i love seeing wolverine i like the old wolverine throwing shade and everything i mean i really did like it now the only thing that worries me is why this serial killer why are they treating him with any bit of respect yeah. i know he's the living embodiment of the time stone but still you got to watch out for a guy yeah. i don't care he, if he's, he's just not a, good a human and no that's just the got thing.
1: escaping from death row yeah
0: and they don't really worst you of know the worst right go there. with that even at <laughs> (laughs) the point where they don't kill you for no reason oh that's what i'm saying (laughs) and at one point they're like uh, hey loki could he go like on asgard and hang out you know have a bungalow or something i'm like don't let him do that he's gonna end up (laughs) trying to slice everybody's throats uh but yeah that's what happens You, you have the idea that he is the time stone and he uses it to kind of escape death row and you go from that and i really like the beginning where you do have On Asgard, at the end of time, you have the Phoenix Wolverine, the Phoenix Logan. You have King Thor, and they're just sitting there. I like the idea. They're like, huh, I wonder if this thing works out. You know, like, well, we can find out. I mean, we are at the end of time. (laughs) We can look at the book. Let's just look at it. And then you go to what's going on. And, yeah, everybody in the universe is trying to find the stones. And now them being this living embodiment deal – They are after this guy, and he's just a guy, and I I like the crazy deal where you have to have a way that they're going to be able to get this Hector, the serial killer. He can stop time. He can even change time, so they end up where you get the time stone back. That, yep. that Wolverine the time bat. has, yeah, the time <laughs> bat from that. I'm like, really, like that is such a forced, but it's fun. It was so I actually really I like it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like it. In the meantime, you also have aliens that are coming to get the stone. Mm. And yeah, the, the they like the,
1: this is like the leader, not necessarily yeah. the one from the movie, but yeah, the like leader that, of the, the warlord. Movie. You know, yeah.
0: of the Chitauri, and he wants to get this stone. You know. Because he wants to save the chitari It's not like yeah. he's there to... I'm going to destroy all of Earth. He just wants the stone... Uh but in the meantime he also wants to have a worthy fight, which he gets from Logan. Logan and him start fighting. I also want I to love mention when I he
1: throws him across like two oh, countries. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like he throws him and then Wolverine comes back and he's like, you know what, you're you're okay. And in the meantime, they're they're riding the time boat. I mean, this is yeah. so this is over a giant,
1: the top. I just got a new car. I I wanted I didn't see the giant flying Viking ships on the lot. I wish yeah. I did.
0: And, you know, there's a lot of backup with Adam Warlock being mentioned, all the stuff that I'm not exactly 100 percent on. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's there at one point. He's just, yeah, he's just drunk. Even when he's talking to the Phoenix Logan version of himself, he's like, hey, have some beer. And they're like, all right, let's go with it. They're going. Uh, at one point, Loki's like, OK, let's stop talking about your alcoholic chariot. Let's get going. Uh, but it's cool. And it's pretty much a big fight. Logan versus the Jatari, who is trying to get... The time stone out of this, you know, Hector, this guy, the serial killer. He's just going to kill him. Yeah, he's going to. And at one point, you think that he may have... But again, it's Loki. Loki has yeah. fooled him, and and this guy is so desperate to get the stone, he ends up just punching this Hector, grabbing it out of him, and then beams up and leaves and says, "Hey, you know what? Smell you later. Uh, I'm out of here." And kind of throws shade at Loki. And then they're all sitting there, and he's like, "What just happened? You know, why did the guy just leave?" And Loki's like, "Eh, I I, I fooled him. He takes a bow." It was it was and, almost
1: the fourth time I cried reading a comic this week in, in this same podcast when I thought he momentarily punched Wolverine's. Off, I was like, not again. Yeah, if this yeah, happens yeah. to
0: me again, yeah, really, yeah, because he's there, he he just destroys Wolverine and <laughs> yes. then grabs a stone, he gets out, and then you, you go to see what's really happened. Logan's just sitting there, you know, trying to get his muscles back in, and uh, you know, Loki takes a bound, like, oh, yeah, this is how I do this, you know, this is how things go. And then out of nowhere, the fraternity of raptors shows yep. up, grabs this they Hector and takes him away. And then they're just standing there. I like that it just goes pop. The portal closes. And you have Loki and Wolverine and in a great panel where, you know, you see Wolverine's smaller Only stature. It's so, it's so great. And he's <laughs> like, we could just let this be the end of all this. We, we could just get done with this nonsense and not worry about it. And yeah, you have Logan's like, now I'm really honked off. Let's see if your space boat still works. And I'm telling yeah, you, I, love that I had line. so much fun with this book, <laughs> Me too. and I didn't really need to. They, and they
1: do that whole whole funny thing with the half face in the at the beginning oh, of the book yeah, too, when they're yeah, introducing Old Man yeah. uh, Logan or not Old yep. Man Phoenix Logan. Oh and, and yeah, Wolverine. Phoenix
0: Logan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like this. I actually really really like this, and it's way beyond you know why I would think that I would. And uh especially after reading the first issue, and if you were going to jump into this, obviously, you would always start at number one. But number one really catches you up at the very beginning. Yeah, it does. Uh, it to really get you really right on board all with my everything. really problems with the Wolverine yeah.
1: coming back nonsense, too.
0: Yeah, and, and no hot claws anywhere to be seen. No. So uh, uh, although, you do go. you
1: know what? I, I saw the cover for issue four. I, yeah. I think I saw Hot, hot Claws, claws up
0: the yeah. Man, well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I even like – I'm telling you. I even like and, – and going back to Matt again, I'll say the art – I really like the art and a bunch of things, especially when Logan gets tossed and hits off of like five different cars yeah. Then ends yes. up in the middle of a pasture yeah. with these cows. I, I mean, know. he ends up, he ends up tossing him so far. And then, oh, it's so good. It's like in a different uh, area code by the time. Yeah. He lands. But even that, I, I also really like the idea because this Hector's trying to run away. And, and with that, you need the time back. Yep. To be able to counter not be effective, yeah. to counter that ability. And while Wolverine's fighting the Chitari, he throws the bat to Loki – and loki ends up disguising himself as a cactus at the one point it made <laughs> no. me laugh so much it was so ridiculous
1: it's just, it's just a really fun comic it yeah, really is, it is.
0: Yeah, and I, I like the art i like the story uh what we're getting at. but really the story to me is just having fun and yeah, the it is. the uh i you know again not much of a background with a lot of things but i wouldn't have known that a loki wolverine team up would be this fun either. it's hilarious it i love it i, yeah, I, I, I think I almost they're rolled great my together when
1: this book was announced. I never imagined I would have so yeah. much fun with it.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it a 9. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. Really had fun with it. Yeah. I, I suggest anybody who just wants a fun time even if you didn't win or read the Infinity War stuff. And I think that would be the biggest... You know, blockade of reading it. Yep, you would see it. Definitely. You're like, oh man, I like Wolverine, but boy, I didn't read the Infinity War stuff. Just that first issue catches you up, and you, you just go with it. Yeah, you just go with, with uh, the idea that the you know living embodiment of these stones and the stones in people, and off you go. And it's Wolverine, yeah. and, and, and we're Loki only really and it's concerned
1: fun. about one right now, too. Yeah, so yeah. it's not you know you you got to tr- no, keep you don't track get Going on, yeah, you don't on. get yeah.
0: overwhelmed. It's very straightforward and just fun. But what would you give it?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give it a eight point five i could t- be talked up to that nine as well i just gave yeah, it five, really like viewed it. it um yeah. so so i'm gonna stick with that i guess uh I, I just i mean i never thought just a fun team up wolverine story yep. w- would be kind of like you yeah. know something i looked so forward to uh, especially yeah. when i was like you said so sick of infinity wars infinity watch whatever it, yeah. it is at yeah. this point in time yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- Infinity I would say <laughs> yeah. all
0: those things. I all just get it. confused I started even listing talking the about titles
1: in uh, like nah. how, how this all started in All New Guardians and what, what it's moved to in my review. And I'm like, i know i'm even forgetting
0: a few in yeah here. yeah well we're gonna go to the last book of the night and we'll go through this pretty quick that, that's another yeah, this quick is, issue uh,
1: ferris bueller's day off number four yeah
0: it's miles morales's <laughs> day off is what it is but yeah it's miles morales spider-man number four uh you got the blurb yeah. there
1: selena med is the writer javier Garin is the artist david correll on colors and vc's cori pettis the letters Miles has been a busy guy between nights spent saving kids from mind controllers and days as a full-time student at the prestigious Brooklyn Academy, Brooklyn Visions Academy. He'd also been trying to figure out just how serious things are with his probably girlfriend, Barbara, who might be onto a secret. But if anybody can handle it all, it's Spider-Man. Even so, maybe it's finally Miles' turn to web up some time off.
0: Yeah, and basically this is... Miles' day off. It's Ferris Bueller. You have the <laughs> vice principal who's trying to catch him. You have them ending up that they want to go to the Even brief the history of Brooklyn. The whole yeah, time. I wanted them to say they think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> that, that's basically what you're waiting for, but she's there. She likes it. Everybody loves Miles. He's doing great in school. This vice principal doesn't like his attitude just yep. doesn't like him doesn't like his uh, absence record yeah yeah so yeah and the absence record obviously because of spider-man but so you have Spider-Man. this no <laughs> oh, yeah <I> think spider-man's <laughs> the greatest but yeah they're they're heading off to the brooklyn museum to see this hip-hop deal and through this there's not anything that's mind shattering in oh. this whole deal it's him trying to have a day off with his friend and Barbara they keep trying to kiss every time they try to kiss the <laughs> the lights go out yeah. somebody something happens he's got to go happens. into
1: Spider-Man mode
0: yeah it happens in the subway uh, then it happens in the uh, the museum and the the only thing that got me in the museum is you end up that they're there uh, and looking at these rap lyrics that were written down you have yeah. Moss Dev you have Notorious B.I.G. and Jay-Z there but you have B.I.G.'s uh, crown and it's just off the deal and then when this this uh pharaoh the frost pharaoh shows up yeah the, it's like i need the jewel of and i really really wanted this to be an alien and i really really wanted them to say that the big crown was something more and was something that was like intergalactic and things like that <laughs> but it ends up just being he, did, pushed he was aside. a weird looking fella i mean <laughs> and, and it ends up just getting pushed aside that this is just somebody who's using tech it, it like it, and and because of the way this whole thing is, it's like quickly from one to the other. Yeah. I actually wish that we stayed in this hip-hop museum more and had a lot of things. I yeah,
1: think there I think it, there could have been a lot of fun
0: with it. that. I think there could have been a lot of fun with that. But instead – you just end up where each place the subway, then in the museum, then you know, you're going and everywhere they go they end up having miles, has to go off, uses invisibility, ends up being Spider Man to the point where, you know, it it kind of I want it more, but I, know, I still I, had I was, fun.
1: I was waiting for Barbara to just call him straight out, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> she
0: keeps saying every time something happens, Miles goes away. Spider Man saves the day. He comes back and like, oh man, what did I miss? Yeah. They're like, oh, what did you miss, huh? And she keeps like basically saying that she knows. I know. Um, just call him out. But yeah, with that, uh it's a very quick read. I really like the art in this. The I think the art is very, very Spider Man spread yeah it's really fun it was basically the
1: chase scene at the end of ferris bueller
0: yeah and and with that it's almost made like one of those like little kid maps of a city that you go through (laughs) i really liked it i liked it looked like kind
1: of like a bitmoji thing you'd see on snapchat Yeah.
0: yeah yeah and so while this is going on though this vice principal he's just he he is the principal in ferris bueller but he's the vice principal the principal tells him like do you even like kids like what what what's going on? <laughs> like you're, like, you're a vice president. Do you like you know, you don't have to be a drill sergeant here, and he's like, you know, like Spider Man says. And I, I actually really like this. And I really like the idea that we don't have any sort of agenda going on. No. It's just fun. It's just pure fun. Uh, and I, I liked it a lot. Even as they're going, where they have to skip out of school and they have to get past the the guard thing at the front. <laughs> and like you his have- hot dog. Yeah, you have Miles just turning invisible. He freaking flings the hot dog out. The guy gets mad, runs away, and then they're in the subway. The subway goes off rail. Uh You do have this deal where there's these nasty puddles there and things like that. Yeah, that, ends is that up what being... gets
1: them sick? Uh, I don't, I don't I know. I don't
0: know because then no, nah, I think that they game really, they just really gets emphasize them sick. those
1: nasty puddles. They never come into play. Well, again. it's
0: funny because they say the nasty puddles and, and it says Namor is up to no good in Avengers. I'm like, that's <laughs> a, that is a dated reference already right like there's <laughs> yeah. nasty that puddles. Avengers
1: issue was way back in October uh, that's November. what I'm
0: saying yeah it's like yeah someone said the track was damaged by an attack from Atlantis but I guess Spider-Man saved us and like oh man yeah Namor's up to no good in Avengers I'm like either that is, that is the dope? continuation I'm like what's going on uh but yeah there's not a ton to talk about no, because it it's just, just, just kind it. of it just this fun Ferris
1: Bueller's day off done in Miles Morales Spider-Man. characters
0: and and usually or sometimes I would say like, boy, that that wasn't that great. It's just a copy. It's not. It's actually good. And actually, by the end, you also get the roundabout deal of Miles basically saying like, boy, you know, I I need a day off, but I really don't get one because I'm Spider-Man. But, yeah, he ends up getting sick. Yeah. Ganky even says because Ganky is there cover because he's been sick even though he says infection yeah yeah, he says i have an ear infection it's not even you know it's not contagious and uh but he that's what they say oh genki was sick he got me sick and then at one point the vice principal does go to the room and he's starting to step over the bounds almost like the principal and ferris bueller yeah who all of a sudden shows up at the house and <laughs> things like that? Because he's about to break into their room when the principal shows him, like, "What, what are you doing? <laughs> like We have stuff to do." No, no, I'm about to nail this, Miles Morales. He, he's skilled. So you're going to no, no, make no. me late. Yeah, for this you're going to get me fired. Let, let's go. And it's just funny. And he is miserable. The whole time. He even looks every like time. the guy from Ferris Bueller's Yeah, day he off. does. Yeah, he does. Which, which is not great because I think that guy got in some trouble for doing yeah, some really, yeah, really, really some bad gross things. things I yeah, think. yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, at the end, you have the great deal where they're, they're still just going around at what you have that spread page where they couldn't go on the subway. That's closed down. They tried to get an Uber. That didn't work. The cab actually had the vice principal in it, so they had to get away from that. <laughs> they end up renting bikes. And going off and getting to there, end up going back with that, jumping out and getting back just in time for when the vice principal does go, banging on the door to get in, they're in bed. And so it's all, you know, that you knew this was going to happen, but it's pretty cool. And at the end, he goes back to his journal, which we said was nothing but trouble, but I even like that. Where he's like, yeah, you know, I I did uh, some things here. I haven't written in here, but man, I I was doing in the subway. I saved all these people. I got some kisses. I was smooching my girl, and uh, you know. And then he sneezes. Like, great, I'm sick now. Uh, but yeah, at the end, you see, and the the worst though is like next month, the guns of the to- of Tombstone, yeah. and then you see the uh, the cover for next issue. Tombstone has some pretty big oh, yeah. guns. Those are, they're and, not
1: messing around there.
0: No, and I'm like, boy, this might be one of those where. It's a fun issue before we get real serious yeah, going again. forward and stuff like that, but I really liked it. Uh, I don't know. I know, uh, that Tony reviewed it on the site and he loved it. And I, I'm just worried that some people might be like, oh, you know, why have this like one shot deal? And why don't we have a, a more of a, but I, this is my favorite Miles Morales book, you know, issue that we've had. It, it actually is way beyond my favorite issue of this. And again, I'm going to go eight five like I did most of the other books tonight because I liked it. That spread page I'm looking at is so cute is and good. Fun, yeah. Oh, it's the best. That, that'd be something you could even show your daughter. And yeah, she'd she probably be like, that. oh, man, she'd like that. Now I want an Emoji Miles book. Yeah. But yeah i really liked it well I, I watched
1: it? the emoji movie constantly with her yeah. so trust me, we almost watched not. it today
0: <laughs> yeah, tanya's watching this you know little girl and we almost watched it but uh what would you give it
1: Yeah, i'm gonna give it an eight i i had a lot of yep. fun with it you know the ferris bueller references and stuff really got me into the book i picked up on it almost immediately and uh yep. It was just another, you know, in the string of books we covered and another fun one, um, and a good way to end things here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, my book of the podcast is easily the Wolverine Infinity Watch number yep. two, I'm which was a to... shocker to me. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I really, really I'm glad liked it. I told it. you to read it. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we
1: did it. I, I'm going to give it to Friendly Neighborhood spider, yeah man.
0: Yeah, so see, we can be positive. Yeah, this is what you get when we get to pick podcast. and choose, <laughs> and and we can pick and choose and actually, uh you know, bandy about because we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. Uh, like you want to do this, this, and then you're like, well, I like Miles. I'm like, all right, I'll read it. We'll throw it in. You were watching some basketball, so yeah. I had time to to uh read miles i'm glad i did that too so yeah that is it once again you can go to our website and check out our written reviews that is weird science, and if you want to get all of uh the books that we talk about you can go over to the patreon account support us for this and all the other things we do at patreon.com slash weird science and get the spotlight and some other shows as well i actually just did a secret origins podcast on craven which was pretty crazy. Yeah, so, yeah I, I had to that, that one
1: today actually. Yeah, Craven,
0: <laughs> Craven with it. I'm telling you, everybody goes with that vest. It, it's the spandex <laughs> the pants spandex. that get made. I imagine are those
1: vest. are real uh, leopard or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would think so.
0: But yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks Matt and Jay for writing in as well, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Later.